I don't know if this lighting sucks dick. That's how every episode starts. Recording in a hotel room makes me feel like an idiot. Because I swear, like, the rooms next to me are going to hear an hour long of some fucking teen girl talking and be like, why is she talking to herself? What's going on? Okay, guys, welcome back to What's the TMI, episode 47. Fuck, I feel like I can't be that loud. Because I feel like people are going to be outside the door. Like, the people staying here with me. I'm in Minneapolis. I can't whisper the whole time. Fuck it. Fuck it. Whatever. Guys, welcome back to episode 47 of Was That TMI, where we tell the truth, whole truth, nothing but the truth. Currently in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Why? Don't know. We have a little studio vibe today. Not really. We're just not in my car. There's like a few lamps. I tried to take the lampshades off and then didn't want to get in trouble for like incidentals, so I stopped. But welcome back. New state every episode probably, I want to say, for the past like four. Today's episode, we're going to get a little deep not really it's just gonna be a little more serious you guys like the little like advice sessions that we do so we're gonna do that guys i'm scared fuck if you're watching on visual you're gonna see like the vibe i just like i wish i could play music because then i would know no one would hear me but then we would just be here having a dance party the whole time anyways today's episode we're gonna unravel a ton we're gonna go through a lot if you listen to my last episode episode 46 I started the episode off like recapping my past two weeks because I took a two-week break and one of the first things I said was okay guys in those two weeks first thing I did I went to LA I'll never be going back again I hate it can't do it whatever that next day my brother got drafted we knew he was going to get drafted he plays baseball and it was just like a thing that we all kind of saw coming and the team that just so happened to pick him happens to be the LA Dodgers Go Wyatt, super proud of you, but I completely manifested that on accident, so my apologies, just kidding, he's really happy. Um, there is some irony with that though. One, me saying I'm never going to LA ever again, and two, we're going to get into it in a minute, but starting off with that topic before we get into the whole episode, Wyatt got drafted, congrats, love you, I posted about it a ton just because he's worked his whole life for this, and even though we don't love each other that much, I was like, I'm just gonna be nice because I'm proud, and I like seeing people work hard, but if you were watching like my stories or anything, all of his friends came down to Florida where our new house is, and I grew up in Georgia, if you're new here, what's up, Sadie, by the way, probably gonna hate this so you might want to leave i should stop saying that i like unwelcome everyone when they first come if you're new here love you to death wyatt never really met people in our new area that we live in because he was in college the whole time so all of his friends are still back home honestly same for me so they all came down surprised him they walked in the door right when we were watching like the draft on tv and right when they said his name all of his friends walked in and I'm like friends with them too because I don't know if you guys are like little OG people and were following me last summer. I went to Key West and I like vlogged it all. I probably talked about it on the pod. And um, it was like with all of his friends and he was invited, but he couldn't go because he had baseball. And last minute they like were like, oh, Sadie, do you want to come? Like you're always traveling. And I went. So I got really close with his friends, which was like shocker because we're so close in age that it was always like, you can't be friends with my friends and I can't be friends with your friends, even though we dated someone that I used to be really good friends with, but it's fine. They all came down. We went out that night and do I have a fucking story to tell you? One, haven't been that hammered 
in a fat ass minute. Like I have so many TikTok drafts of me talking and it's not English. I'll post it on the Instagram. It's actually scary. I'm literally talking about like, I was replying to a comment and like, I'm getting so emotional. Like I was saying that, like about to start crying with like a bag of chips in my hand, makeup halfway on my face, hair up. Guess I just fucking passed out that night. Don't really know. Obviously it was like a family fun thing for my brother because like I said, he grew up playing baseball. So it's been such a huge part of all of our lives. I sound like there's a fucking frog in my throat. I'm getting like sick. The whole family was excited. And then when the boys came, they were like, we have to do something fun tonight. So if you're from the South, you probably know what Florabama is. If you don't, it's basically Florida and Alabama state lines. There's like this place called Florabama and it's in between both. I think it might actually be fully in Alabama or Florida, but it just says Florabama. And we live like an hour from there. So we're like, okay, we'll all go over. I've never been out with my mom. If you guys like know me and my mom are like two peas in a pod. She's my best friend, which is kind of embarrassing because I'm like, less than half no more than half her age no her age divided by two i'm less than that we'll just put it in those terms so i never really go out with kelly and i always beg her to because kelly's so fun and like she likes to get really rowdy but it doesn't really come out of her anymore i think because she feels like she's like a mom and like we're older kids which would you would think that she would be like okay you guys are older now like i can do this but kelly didn't want to go out and i was like you're fucking going out with us i don't give a shit if i have to drag you by your big toe to the bar you're coming so whole family went and if you haven't heard this story already i still have anxiety about it we go to the bar my parents were already there so we all drove over my parents drove separately we had like a condo me and the boys did and then my parents were just at the bar with my aunt and they were staying at my aunt's house so we meet them there and i like don't know what got me so gone but i was running through that bitch blacked out like i definitely was like blackout spells where it's like you're there for a second but then you just go black and then like 30 seconds later you're like i don't remember the last four minutes but i'm remembering this right now so i guess i'm fine and i can keep drinking that's where i was and me and kelly were having a fun time kelly was off her rocker as well um i do remember us falling on the floor at one point after she was like don't draw attention to yourself we both trampled down on the floor and we were just having a good time but here's what i'm going to explain and i forgot to even say this but i'm going to go ahead and start now so and the one thing with me and wyatt being so close in age is even though it's like the rule of like you can't be friends with my friends i'm not friends with your friends it's gonna fucking mesh because we're literally almost the same age. So like, for example, him being at Florida State playing college baseball there, I used to have a friend at FSU. I still know a few kids over there, but it would just always mesh. And so I think he finally like getting out of college and like high school's over, college is over, like he's gone going to do his life. No, you're not, babe. No, you're not. The one MLB like organization, he's obviously not going straight to the major, he's going to the minors, but the one like MLB team where I know kids <laughs> is LA. That's like the one fucking team where I'm like, yep, I know like three people there. This happened because if you go back and you watch my first visual episode, I think, I had just previously gone to LA for a trip and this baseball player like dm me and was like oh yeah like do you want to hang because i kept on saying what what is there to do in la and this was like last summer 
And so me and the girl I was with went, hung out with them. And then he was telling us that he is another friend that played on the like LA team or was out there with them. But he lived in Alabama and he had gone home for the night because they had a day off. And it was like near where I live in Florida because I live right next to Alabama. And I'm like, oh, like maybe I'll meet him if he's ever back in Alabama. Well, I always go up to Tuscaloosa. What's Alabama, the college like initials? I don't even know, just Alabama college roll tide <laughs> that one i would always go up there and go out to like the bars and shit or i have a friend that lives on the lake up there and so one of the times i was up there he was in bama came we met so it was like all these like different places connecting i knew this kid from alabama who actually goes to la to play i know this other kid in la and this other kid which i still don't know where this other kid plays for but he was always there then this kid that my brother grew up playing baseball with also is on the team out in LA. So when I went to LA earlier this year, I actually went and saw all of them, hung out with them, and we had a conversation like, how fucking funny would it be if Wyatt came here? And we're like, no way, no fucking way. Like there's so many teams, that's like a long shot, whatever. Me and my mom always talked about it because she knew that I knew those kids. We were like, could you fucking imagine? Day comes, boom, goes to LA. That's not even the funny part though. We're going to Florabama to celebrate and one of the boys who, the boy from Alabama that plays for LA, texts me and is like, yo, what are you doing tonight? You should come to Florabama. I'm going to be there. And I'm like, no fucking way. Like we're literally going right now. So Wyatt got to meet him. I'm like, Wyatt, look, here's one of your teammates. He's like, fuck you. But Wyatt got to meet him. My mom got to meet him. It's just like such a small world and such like everything happens for a reason. I'm pretty sure I literally manifested that, but it's okay. So we're just having a good time. I was so excited that he was there. I was excited that Wyatt was meeting him. Actually, not really. I was just excited that he was there because I was like, what the fuck? This is crazy. And, um, you know, night's going, drinks are flowing. Next thing you fucking know, guys, I'm sitting at this fucking bar and the kid who plays baseball is right here my mom's right here everyone else is kind of just scattered around and we're in like kind of a smaller room and everyone was talking and this was one of my blackout spells i don't know why i had gotten i had gotten water then my mom starts to walk off i want to explain this and be like i thought it would be funny if i did this but no i literally have no thought process behind it i just take my cup and like pour it on Kelly's head and it wasn't like a shit ton of water to where she was soaked it was like the tiniest little bit but just it was one of those things I did it and everyone around starts going oh <laughs> but everyone was like oh and right after I did it I'm just like looking at people's faces and people are like why did you do that like what the fuck and my mom's like she's hammered my mom's like Sadie what the fuck like literally she was about to cry and I was like, just laughing it off. And then I like ran up to her and I was like, I don't know why I did that. Like, I really don't know why. I had no reason. I wasn't angry at Kelly. I was having a good time with her. I don't know why. I think I was just like fucking around. Like I would do that to like McKinley or like Brenly easily. I would just fucking do it to him. But I was just like, I don't know why I did that. So then I was like, here, pour it on me because I feel bad. She didn't want to pour it on me. My aunt took it, poured it on my head. I was like, okay, we're even. That's when I probably should have went home. Next thing you know, 30 minutes later, I'm stuck in a conversation, not even stuck. I'm making these people stuck. Two parents, the mom said she liked my boots and I'm deciding to have an hour and a half conversation with them. Like this, that's how I was talking, like that, like that with my boots on. And... Kelly came over multiple times to try and get me out of the conversation, but I'm like, I'm good. 
I'm good. I was like, God brought us to this moment. I mean, hey, if I want to preach the gospel in that scene, go Sadie. Maybe I'm doing something good. Just in a conversation with them for so long, then got out of the conversation and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why am I still hammered after just talking to these people for an hour and a half? Kelly wound up leaving and then everyone kind of, everyone was still there. I think all the guys started talking to like new girls and shit. And I was like, I probably should go home anyways. So I just take a walk of faith home, um, get there, got ready for bed, sent some weird texts to people. If you're one of the people that received that, I apologize, but I hate being that bitch that's like, I was so drunk last night. Like, I don't even remember texting you. No, I really don't. And I don't do that ever. I was texting more people about why I felt like God put them in my life, which like, I mean, some of them, yeah, some of them know. Why am I saying that? And so I just woke up the next day and actually threw up immediately. Um, I threw up everything the night before because I knew I just needed to. Then woke up the next day, projectile vomited water. Then couldn't keep water down the whole morning at the convo, was projectile vomiting water again. Then we left and we went back home and it was great. I had a great time. Wish I would have vlogged it or something, but it was just very in the moment. I'm proud of you, YY. Do your thing. I'm never going to leave your life. Sorry, you're fucked with me. Yeah, that's right. I'm on the pod. <laughs> just got back. What's up? What's that? Ooh, imagine if the cap was not on that. This you just scared me. Okay, well, do you want to let me do this for a minute? This podcast is so professional. I can't do it with you in here. I get like stage fright. Love you. Love ya. Andrew, you can come out of the bathroom now. <laughs> He's gonna sit out there and listen. So guys, this is how you move on from a breakup. <laughs> Sorry, audio listeners. We just got interrupted by Charlie. What was I even saying? Okay, I was saying my brother's fucked because he'll never get away from me, which is true, but it's okay. We'll move on one day. We won't ever. He's literally going to be like working a job at 60 and I'm going to be like there one day bringing them lunch and he's going to be like, stop, my friends are not your friends. Um, But that's that whole gist of shit. Basically that night was, it was fun. It took me two days to recover and I had literally anxiety for two days. Let me talk about this. I think in my last episode, I was saying that I think I have like anxiety when I go to LA. I think I actually just have anxiety in general. Like, but it only occurs at night for me. If I'm in my bed at night, I just start overthinking everything, making really, like, I never let me make a decision if it's past, like, 8 p.m. Because I just shouldn't be doing that. Night before I flew here to Minnesota, it was kind of last minute because Charlie invited me last minute because we're each other's literal only friends and have separation anxiety. And... <laughs> I booked my flight. I was not prepared. Hadn't taken merch photos yet. Hadn't recorded a podcast yet. That's why I'm doing it right now. And I was just like, I can't do it. I can't get on the plane. Having like an anxiety attack. Couldn't sleep. Rebooked my flight. Dropped way too much money on a ticket, but it's okay because I'm comfortable now. But anxiety fucking sucks. Like I don't know what to do when I'm dealing with that. And like I used to always, if I was ever anxious, like read little Bible things. And I still try and do that. I need to like get more in touch with God. I need to go on like a walk tomorrow and just talk to Jesus and tell him all my sins. It's okay. He loves me still. But getting into the actual topic of this episode. <laughs> Early, okay, if you're new here, Charlie's my boyfriend. He just walked in and he goes, what's the episode? And I go, oh, it's about how to move on. <laughs> He's like, 
the fuck? No, but here's the thing. I want to talk about how to move on. And this can be from not even a relationship. It can be a friendship. It can be a workplace. It can be a state. It can be your family household. How to just get out of situations that you feel like you shouldn't be or how to know when to do that and then how to do that. Because I've experienced that recently and I've experienced it in the past and it's fucking hard as shit, but you have to have like, you have to respect yourself and just do it sometimes or else you'll always just be a person that feels bad for people and never really like sticks up for yourself. So when to move on, rid out this episode because I figured I just would because I like felt smart for a second. Now I'm really tired, but when to move on, I have three rules, three rules for when to and how to. So they're three parters. Some of the rules have like four parts as well, but just trust me, you're going to want to hear them. Number one is going to be if something is reoccurring, for example, and like I said, I I guess I'm going to put this in like relationship and friendships term, but it terms but it really could be anything else for example you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend they cheat on you say they're sorry would never do that again they feel awful you forgive them you're like it's okay i trust you you're gonna change happens again maybe again you won't change that person or if it's a friendship thing and they do you dirty once do it again do it again or maybe it's a one-time thing and then you see other little red flags popping up to a new thing coming that's the issue there is that person's not going to change for you and their actions are showing it. So it's like when I got cheated on, every time I've ever gotten cheated on, I just left. I just left. I didn't even give a second chance. But if you are nice enough to give that second chance and it happens again, leave. Get the fuck out. That person won't change for you. You have to see it in like perspective of if you're in a relationship or a friendship and that person wants your life to change in order for the friendship relationship whatever to work out you're most likely going to be like no i like my life like i like the way that i do things and i'm not going to change for you and if that's the answer you can't expect that person to stick around but maybe you shouldn't change for them because if you're in like a good spot don't but when it comes to like cheaters or people doing you dirty that's how they're wired at least for the moment and unless you see the change in them after one time it's gonna keep reoccurring First red flag, first eh, time to dip out, scoot to partying. Okay, sorry. Number two is going to be realizing if you're happy or unhappy. This one's kind of hard because whenever I'm in situations, I always am thinking about the what ifs. Like, what if I could be happier? What if I went and did this? Like, what would my life look like then? I feel like you can't really look at it that way because you'll, you can do it your whole life. Like, get an occupation and then you're like oh but what if I got this degree in college and I did this like maybe I'd be happier we can all think that forever the real thing I think is going am I unhappy like am I happy in the situation I'm in and if the answer's no second red flag make like a pros and cons list I think I wrote that down yeah make like a pros and cons list see what the pros are see what the cons are if someone's holding you back from your happiness like you know that you know in your head like I was happier before this and I know I could be happier without this person or this whatever in my life leave like if you know that leave you you just know number three is something that I do so fucking much because I'm always I get this from my mom my mom's a lot more sensitive than me like I'm pretty 
heartless, I guess. Like I don't really, I'm not heartless, but just I'm not very sensitive. I don't like my emotions can't get affected by like the way someone makes me feel like I can't, someone can't really make me feel bad. And unless I like feel bad for them, like someone can't be like, you look like shit or someone can't cheat on me. And I'm going to be like, what's wrong with me? It really can't happen, but I'll always feel bad for other people. And so sometimes you get stuck in situations of like, you are caring way too more for other people than you are about yourself. First time I got cheated on, I literally was like, okay, but I feel bad for him because he's in this situation. It's like, whoa, what about me? What about me? What the fuck? No, fuck him. He's a grown ass fucking adult. He can deal with it. It kind of goes with the happiness thing. Like if you're realizing you're unhappy, but you care a lot about the other person or whatever, you have to value like your happiness first. Because if you're unhappy and you're with someone, they're probably not that happy, you know? You can't make someone happy if you're unhappy. I really feel like there's a cock down my throat right now. Okay, and then the how to move on. That went really quick, quicker than I expected. How to move on. So one, don't live in the past. Try and live in the present. This one's hard because when someone makes you so happy and it's so good and you have a bunch of happy moments, that's all your brain wants to focus on when you no longer are with that person because you're not going to think about the bad. You're going to like value the good and think about that. So it's like see those good moments, appreciate them, but know that's not what it was really like because of all the bad moments that you were having. You know, like maybe the highs were really high, but if the lows were bringing you to a certain low to where you're like fucking over it, don't focus on those good moments. Like remember them, appreciate them, But try not, if you're trying to move on from a situation, you can't focus on those. You have to take those good moments and be like, okay, those were good, but look at my life now and what are the good moments going to be from here on out? You break up with this person, this person's no longer your friend, but you're like, oh, this was always so much fun with them or I enjoyed doing this with them. Okay, now see it. You don't have them. How is it good without them? Focus on that because that's what your life is looking like realistically at the moment. Okay, two get a new perspective kind of goes with the last one is like trying to see the good in your like new life but positivity positivity is that is that a word positivity is key yeah i guess it is it is though if you think of things positively and try and be positive the outcome of this new change will be positive i'm struggling today and the same like under the lines of get a new perspective look at life big picture that's something where like me and actually (laughs) the boy i'm dating um what we do like when we fight about stupid little things because we do long distance and it's hard and like he's with people all the time i'm with people all the time and it causes like insecurity from both sides of like oh what's going on in your head what's going on in my head like what if you don't want this and you're across the country and I don't know that or vice versa and or like these little things are happening and like is it going to cause us to break up what's going to happen and then we just try and like take a step back and be like okay look at this big picture picture yeah look at this big picture on channel 45 six nine if you look at things five years down the line like that's what I say to him I'm like okay if we actually stay together for a while we're gonna look back on all of these stupid little things going on in like our lives right now just because we're both young and be like why would we fight over that like that was so stupid so if you try and just look at things big pic big picture 
and be like, okay, this person's no longer in my life and it sucks right now, but I have so much left to live. And I like, if you are just living in your past, it's not going to work. Try and look at things like five years from now, I'm going to look back at this and probably laugh or look back and say, thank God I made a change because that's a big thing. Like when you hear about people making changes, it's rare that they're like, that was the worst decision I ever made and I'm miserable now. Most of the time when people get out of like a relationship, friendship, job, something, and like do something new and like it's scary at first, you most likely will hear them like three months later be like, that was the best decision I've ever made. So it's just try and look at it that way. It's gonna be that way. Say that to yourself, like I'm doing the right thing. If needed, cut contact. This one's hard because... In my 2022 YouTube video for like my end of the year video, I was like, I always say like, if he's a cheater, fuck him, block him. You don't need that. Like unfollow him on everything. And in my video, I was like, I actually don't see it that way. Like life is short. You never know what's going to happen. Be kind to everyone, no matter how wrong they do you. Like you can still be nice and be there for them every so often it's hard. I think if that person did mean a lot to you, even though they did you dirty, I'm sure there is a part of them that does still care about you and like has good intentions, whether this is like I said, friendship or relationship. And so my thing is like always be there for them. Obviously, if they're calling you every day, like that's a different story. But I don't know, like the kids that fucking I used to be in shit with, if one of them called me and was like, I really need help and blah, blah, blah. It's like, they're still a human at the end of the day and I would be there for them. Same with like friendships that I've realized were not good for me and like, I don't want to see what they're posting on Instagram. I don't want to follow them. I don't really care because when I, sometimes it's so hard because someone can do you so dirty and whenever you see their shit, it's just like, it like makes you angry and that's how I am in a situation I'm in right now. And I did cut contact because I'm like, it, that's not going to change for a while. If this person were to call me and be like, I literally need your help with this, I would be like, okay, like I got you. What's up? But unless it's something like that, I don't really want to hear from the person. I just don't. So I think if it's needed, cut the contact. If you're feeling a fire in you every time you see their name on your phone or something, it's like, why? It, don't waste your energy on that. Just cut it off. Um, number four is distraction. Friends and family going out, go do little fun things, start saying yes to more things, stop observing and comparing your life to everything you're seeing on the internet, live in the present. No, I do think this is true though, because I've gone through waves of being like sad about shit and all I want to do is just lay in my bed and watch Netflix and gain 20 pounds and not do anything. All that's going to result in is you just making yourself more sad. I say give yourself like two days to do that and then the crying's over with, move on, start doing more things. I do think friends and family is huge. Like if you're going through some shit and you are not hanging out with anyone or anything, it fucking sucks. You feel so alone and it's just awful. Um, So I definitely would say try and say yes to more things. Even if you're sad as fuck and it's hard to go, just go do it. Make yourself go do it. And eventually the sadness will slowly fade. Have a drink maybe. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Um, 
Number five, I wrote everything happens for a reason. Talk to God, look for signs. I see signs so much. And I know I'm not the only one. You're driving down the road and you're thinking about something and then you see this sign or like you meet this person and you're like, holy shit, like I needed that. Like that was a fucking sign. That's real. I truly believe in that. I think everything happens for a reason. And like talking to God, talking to God helps me so much. I really have been like lacking lately. But whenever I'm like very consistent with like, talking to God about my feelings and everything, everything just starts making sense. Like, you just start seeing little things throughout your days that you're just like, okay, like, I'm doing what I should be doing. And just put that in your brain. Like, you are doing the right thing. You're, it's scary, but, like, it's a good thing. Um, and then number six, I put don't be spiteful because all it does is just go back to you mourning what used to be. I think this is true. I, like I said, with the cutting off communication, if you get angry every time you see something from this person or whatever and you just want to be spiteful about it stop like you can't put your energy into that because you're still holding on to what was there you have to just kind of be like I don't care like I'm that I'm that I'm not gonna waste my time a day on that shit and even if it didn't end badly like still it's like look like going through their insta feed or like tiktok or whatever there's so much shit all on your phones nowadays Don't go through it, especially if it's making you angry. And I think, too, try and keep the talking about it to a minimum. When I... I'm really not one to shit talk. Like, I'm not at all. Like, yeah, maybe, like, if I'm in a fight with my mom, I'll fucking call someone and be like, I'm so pissed off at Kelly right now. But I'm not someone to ever be like... Like, I think it's disgusting when people are like, she's so fucking ugly. Or like, oh, that girl, like, is disgusting. Like, I think it's gross just when you shit talk people because I think it's all jealousy. Like, it's like if you're gonna sit there and tear someone else down, it's because you feel like shit and you have to tear them down to build yourself up for whatever fucking reason. So I think just keeping, like, the talking to a minimum, even if it's about just the situation of what happened, it's like, and I'm not saying I'm perfect because I've been in situations where I'm so pissed off that I'm like, fuck them. I don't give a fuck. Wish I never hung out with them, whatever. And it's like, I shouldn't be that way. It's like, okay, they're human. Don't know why they're doing this, but fuck it, whatever. And just kind of move on. And I guess something to talk about too, to like kind of end it off is when someone's trying to come back into your life after you already cut them out. I think just always listen to your gut because that's something that I've been like going back and forth on lately of like, you know, who really knows what went through their head, who really knows their reasoning for this and that. And then I kind of take a step back and I look at everything that happened in that situation and I'm like, but you know what? It's not worth it. Like, it's not worth it to go back into the situation, start communicating with them again, maybe become what it was again, to watch it all fall apart again. Even if it might not, you're still going to always be fearing that. So what's the point of getting back into it? So I think you know, just be kind, but you have every right to cut something off and just completely ghost it if you really want to. Um, but yeah, that's the end of today's episode. Why did I just say yeah like that? I don't know why I'm like awkward today. I think it's one, me being in this hotel room and two, I like can't really speak for whatever reason. There's hairs coming out of my microphone. Um, but love that we're all here on Sundays. God bless you all. Thanks for listening to Was That TMI. I hope I helped some. Maybe not. Maybe. We're doing a merch giveaway, by the way. If you buy merch off the site, it ends tomorrow. But if you buy merch off the site, um, it was through this weekend. 
we're picking three people who are going to get to pick three items they want and get them for free. So go do that. But love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you here next week. Let me know what you want to hear. I'm going to try and get Charlie on the pod. Okay. Love you. Bye.